Hello everybody, this is Rafael Davidovich. Welcome to the Explorations Podcast. Today we will be summarizing another chapter of Navi. It's been a while, but we were we had started Sefer Shoftim, which is the Book of Judges, and we are now up to Chapter 6, which starts an uh, interesting yet tragic saga, which will last us four chapters. And it is mostly about the Judge Gid- Gideon, or in Hebrew, Gid'on. Gid'on is the next major judge to follow Devorah, and Gid'on comes at a time in uh, Jewish history, I invite everybody, of course, to read all of chapter 6. This is only a summary in which things have gotten much worse than they were in the past. Because, you see, up until now, we've been seeing that things are somewhat cyclical, meaning the Jewish people are divided, and there is a very loose confederation of these tribes. But there's no national government. Every tribe has to fend for itself. And the morale and the spiritual level of Klal Yisrael, of the Jewish people, has collapsed, leading foreign or sometimes even local non-Israelite monarchs to take over. And these are pushed back by the different tribes. What happens now, before Gidon, is that it's not just that some foreign king decides to take over and have taxes or something like that. But now the nation of Midian, who are, we are quite familiar with by now, if you've been following Chumash and everything that's happened in Jewish history up until this point, Midian doesn't just take over. It's not just there's a king of Midian who takes over. What's happening here in chapter 6 is what is revealed to us is that the Jewish people are so weak that it's not only a matter of some foreign king taking over, but Midian decides, simply put, to move into the country. Not to invade the way an army invades, but to invade the way that another foreign nation would decide to do, essentially, exactly what the Israelites did when they came a uh, century plus earlier, under Yehoshua. And Midian decides to play hardball. They go and they want to take over the country, not just to take taxes, but to take land, to take crops, and essentially to replace the Jews in Klal Yisrael. And at this point, the Jewish people has sunk so low that many, including Gidon, who is our hero, feel that God has simply abandoned them. Not recognizing, of course, that the reason why he feels God has abandoned them is because the Jews have abandoned God in favor of different local deities, the most notable of which is the Baal. And in this chapter, a malach, a uh, messenger, an angel of God, approaches Gidon, whose father himself is part of the idol-worshipping, Baal-worshipping class, and tells Gidon that he is to be the leader of the Jewish people to save them. And Gidon says, well, if Hashem is interested in us, then why does he make us suffer through uh, everything Midian is putting us through. So Malach tells Gidon, the first thing you have to do is destroy the altar and the religious effects of Baal, and then we will proceed. So Gidon goes and destroys his fathers and his communities, Baal paraphernalia, which is very similar, and I hope you notice this, because I certainly noticed this the first time I came across this chapter, that it, it reminds us of what the Medrash says that Abraham did 
when he was a youngster to his father Terach's idols. So this is now in Tanakh for the first time. We see this in what Gidon does. And Gidon's father's response when the townspeople come and they want to condemn Gidon for destroying their religious effects is that, look, if uh, Baal is concerned with what's been done to his stuff, then let Baal take revenge on Gidon. And Gidon gets the new title, name, of Yerubaal. And Yerubaal means let Baal come and fight, which is a dismissive term towards Baal, and this becomes Gidon's new, effectively new title. Gidon is so insecure about Hashem's interest in doing this that he puts Hashem to two tests, and Hashem passed the test. It's interesting, the idea that the Torah says, do not test the Lord your God, is that Jews should never feel insecure that Hashem loves them. But Gidon's doing this here shows how insecure he is, not only on his own behalf, that he feels himself to be unworthy, but insecure on behalf of the whole Jewish people, that the Jewish people could still have this relationship with Hashem. This is the beginning, like I said, of a rather complex story of how Gidon becomes the next leader, and in effect, as we will see, the first proto-king of the Jewish people as well. But we'll stop there for now. Thank you all for listening.